Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Intro. Okay, my goodness. Spill the tea. A week 12. Here we are. We're going to break it down. We are chatting maintenance today. I'm with group manager Kim. Uh, later on, we're going to be joined by the manager of the maintenance group, Odette, because really that's what we're here to talk about is maintenance and everything that you need to know about it. This week is all about next steps, actually. So, you know, when it comes to the living method itself, there are four stages of finally and forever, right? There's losing your weight, right? Which obviously you do in a healthy, sustainable way. Then there's solidifying your weight, which is putting time into making your new weight, the new norm. Then there's like, you know, testing the waters in maintenance, learning to trust yourself, what maintenance feels like to you. And then there's that finally and forever move on, go live the rest of your life. So before we get into maintenance, where are we at with people in terms of next steps when it comes to people losing? So where are people, are people feeling confident in that? I think so. Yeah, I, I get that sense. I think um, we are noticing, I, I noticed actually just this round, people seem to be more um, like they're more their intention is stronger for what their plan is for their next step. Like, am yeah. I going to, con- to continue to personalize the plan to lose or yeah. am I going to repeat the program? And it seems to be, there's a little bit, um, I don't know if it's because, you know, the information's bulked up enough. maybe these are people that have done the program before that have got a solid plan. But I think really going into the summer, because we do have that space between groups, it is really good to have a solid plan because it's very, I think it's easier at the end of the winter group before this one to say like, oh, I'll repeat the process because there's just two weeks. And then, but you almost need a separate, you need to have like it in stages what's my plan for the summer? What's my plan for the fall kind of thing? So I think that's where people are really understanding that they need to make a plan and it's making them a little bit more confident. Okay, good. I love that. So if you are looking to continue to lose, you want to be super clear on your next step. So you're either going to continue to personalize the plan throughout the summer or until you reach your weight loss goals, if you want to go it on your own. If you've signed up with us in the fall, it's a great idea to personalize the plan throughout the summer and then reset with us in the fall. And then the other option is that you do repeat the process on your own. So you have people who are in the Facebook support group, have all that information. You have the book, you have the, the app, you have all those resources there for you. You can repeat the program on your own, take it as far as you can in the summer and then restart with us in the fall, or you can take it all the way through the 91 days and then start the fall program late. And then there's those of you who are just looking to kind of, you know, just maintain, you know, maybe kind of sort of work towards losing, but just kind of want to chill. You know, you do have the option of back on track. So we don't want to overcomplicate things, which is why you need to know exactly what you are doing to continue to focus on losing because you don't want to get into this weird space where you're kind of doing one kind of doing the other not really sure what you're doing you know um so let's get into uh maintenance so should we bring odette on we might as well get right into this maintenance conversation with her um hi odette hello i'm not touching wires because i don't know what just happened (laughs) 
Well, so this is very similar to uh, Odette is the manager of the maintenance group. Um, every Wednesday, we have this segment called Way in Wednesday. We have been running or you've been running the maintenance group for the last year. And I think you would agree that we have learned so much mm-hmm. in this last year and that there's so much more to maintenance than we originally thought. eh? Mm-hmm. I-, I mean, I can't even believe it's been a year. And I remember sitting here a year ago and we're like, we're going to have this amazing group. Our members are going to come. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a celebration. And the more we went along and the more we started talking and our members started talking, we thought, wow, we, we need to pull up our socks here a little bit. Like there's some mega conversation happening. There's some issues we still need to work through. I mean, yeah, we are celebrating. We're having a good time over there, but not in place of those conversations that still need to be had beyond weight loss that are significant and important. Yeah. I mean, you can lose your weight physically, but like mentally, you still have a lot more work to do. Plus just just putting that time into allowing your body to get used to your new weight, which brings us to today's uh, topics. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the four stages of finally and forever, which are the four stages that you just kind of outlined at the beginning. Um, You know, some people think they're done their journey because they just, they hit week 12. It's almost 91 days. I'm done, but uh, wait, there's more. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The other topic we're going to discuss is solidifying your weight loss. So kind of sort of what that looks like, how you go about doing it and what the importance is of it. And then solidifying your mindset, which is something Mm -hmm. You know, we talk a lot about in the maintenance uh, weigh-ins and everybody in the maintenance group talks a lot about how there's, you know, a certain amount of time you need to solidify your mindset as well. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Okay. So let me recap again, the four stages of finally and forever. There's losing your weight right? That's stage one, lose it in a healthy, sustainable way. Stage two, and we'll get more. I want to go right into this topic since it's the big one on our list as well is solidifying your weight, putting time, simply putting time into, you know, helping your body make your new way, your new norm. And that's really important. I, I just, you know, I know I see some members asking, well, how long do we do that? I mean, ideally two to three months, at least, you can take longer, but at least three months, I think, uh, which is why repeating the program is such a good option for that. Um, just putting that time in status quo, just kind of like, you know, maintaining where you're at. And then that third stage is that, you know, now that you've lost the weight, you put time into helping your body solidify that weight. Now that that weight's your new norm, really getting to understand what maintenance looks like and feels like to you. This is where maybe you start to have, you know, the burgers and the fries, you're not as diligent in maximizing and doing all those things. And, you know, you're starting to understand what normal fluctuation wise on the scale for you. And then really, you're going to know when you're ready to just kind of put this whole journey behind you, you're ready to just Mm -hmm. trust when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, you know, you're implementing back on track whenever you kind of, you know, go off the rails as a method of just kind of, you know, it's just like a hangover. If you over drink the next day, you drink a little extra water, take some Advil, there's things that you can do to help get back to feeling better. Um, when you go off the rails and you indulge, you can kind of get this like food hangover, you know, when you're doing a number on yourself and implementing back on track and then really just kind of living your life. And it'd be really nice if after we were done losing, we could just move on, but it's, <laughs> it's a lot Easier said than done. So what are some of the questions that people have about the four stages of finally and forever? Uh, I would say that probably one of the main ones is like, how do you know when you're moving on to the next stage? Uh, How do you know that it's time? And I think, I mean, the first one is easy. You've reached your goal weight. So that means, you know, it's time to move on. I think with solidifying your weight loss, it's a little bit 
more, as you said, like two to three months is a good timeline, but that's not necessarily going to be the case for everyone. Like there's so many things that could be involved, uh, situational changes that come up. Like we talked about this mm -hmm. the way and again, a couple of weeks ago, like summer's here now. And I was just thinking like, for me personally, I, I like to personalize the plan through the summer because I feel like it's such a um, upheaval of your schedule. You know, you're going away, you're coming and going. If you have something like that and you're out, you're doing a lot of spending a lot of time out of town, spending a lot of time traveling, spending a lot of time, like going to weddings and indulging in things. You might need a little bit longer because your body really hasn't settled into that normal. If you're constantly challenging it, that solidifying might take a little bit longer. But um, if you're doing more than just sort of testing the waters, but that is the next stage is testing the waters. But if you, you can't really jump ahead and do that prior to solidifying your weight loss, because it's not going to have the same, it's not going to have the same effect and it's not going to have the same intent as if you're doing it after you've solidified. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw someone's comment here. It was like, my weight must be solidified with this six month ish plateau. I still have 20 to go. Yeah. I mean, so that factors in too, right? We've had so many of our spill the tea guests with this, uh, with the spring summer program, talk about this, where they lost a lot in the first program. They did their second program, you know, didn't really see much movement on the scale, but body changed a lot. So, you, you know, some people lose in bits and they have little plateaus. And then some people have like big lose in bigger chunks have longer plateaus. Some people lose a lot and then they have a big long ass plateau. So this is why it's not just black and white. And so someone who's maybe been plateauing along the way throughout their six month, nine month, you know, year long journey might not have as much need to put as much time into solidifying their weight as someone else who like did the program, lost all the weight in three months, right? Like then, like if, if they lost like 30 pounds, 40 pounds, this group and they're done, then they would probably need to put that three months solid into solidifying their weight. If it's just been like drop, 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 drop. So it really depends on, you know, what your journey is look like. So for those of you like a, a plateau really is, is, is your body solidifying along the way. And that's what maintenance is. Once you reach your goal and you're no longer trying to lose weight, you're just, you're kind of putting yourself on a self-imposed plateau for three months to allow your body to catch up on the changes that it needs to make. And also for you to kind of get to that, that third stage of like testing the waters, right? This is where, this is where you can start to be more relaxed and, you know, have the burgers and fries, have the pizza, have some chips at night, implement back on track. So when you're in that solidifying stage, you want to minimize back on track. It's not where you just go back to eat all the, oh, I've been waiting for months to eat all my favorite things. Like don't do that. It's okay mm -hmm. if you do it every now and then, but this, that's not where you want to be, you know, constantly back on track and challenging the body because then it won't have a chance to stabilize. Right. So, so yeah, to your point, it, your weight probably, if you've been on a long plateau while trying to lose, you are solidifying along the way for sure. Yeah. So I think everyone, I think everyone really is different. We've really come to learn that a lot, you know, like speaking about the plateaus when people are on plateaus, there's a lot of self-reflection that can happen there. There's a lot of emotions that can come up, you know, during a plateau and be, these are emotions that maybe if you've lost your weight really quickly and haven't had to deal with the plateau and those feels haven't come up, this is where when you're solidifying your weight, those, they might come up and it might take you a little bit longer. So I think, yeah, our, I think our guideline, I think it's a great guideline of two to three months to really, you know, put some time in, but for some, it might take less. And we've learned that for some, it takes a little bit longer. Yeah. So three reasons people gain their weight back. The biggest one is not putting time into solidifying your weight. 
That's the big one. The second one, like you just mentioned, is situational change. Lost your weight at home and now you're going back to work. Your routines change. Your stress levels change. You're falling back into old habits, going all day long without eating. So that's a big one. And the third one is really being mindful, like understanding the choices that you're making, help yourself get back on track whenever you do need to get back on track. So um, let's bring, let's go into testing the waters then, that third stage of finally in forever. So what's, what would be your take on that, Odette? So my take on that is it is, it is the next stage. It's that third stage, but it's also a, a place of really learning and collecting information about yourself. It really is mm-hmm. testing the waters. I think that a lot of you know, when we, we just want to get there, we just want to be in testing the waters. We want to say we're in testing the waters. So we're going through the motions, but not really picking up what is being laid down in front of us. So, you know, like picking up on, on messages your body's giving you or picking up on, you know, how food is making you feel or emotions that might come up. That's all part of testing it. So yes, we're testing in, adding in pizza once in a while or adding in pasta if you left it out before, but also really picking up on what else comes up while you're testing. You know, how do you feel? What are you afraid of? Do you, do you trust yourself? Like those are all part of testing, not just, you know, it's not just food and it's not just physical. Yeah. Well, when it comes to that finally and forever, that's a feeling. That's where you, um, you're calm around food physically, you're calm around food mentally. And that's, you know, there's, you can be done physically losing the weight, but then there's that come comes into that mental part of the weight. So, you know, the solidifying is just kind of repeating that program, reinforcing, mm-hmm. re- still continuing to work through your issues and associations and, and old habits, you know, being mindful not to fall back into them, reinforce those new habits. So that testing the water is that that trust is a big conversation that's come up. Um, mm-hmm. time and time again, how much time, like, what's your experience with the time that people put into that third stage? Uh, it's, you know what, I, there is no time. Like I would love yeah. to say it's going to be a switch and, and you're going to know. And we even have members saying that they were waiting for that. We we're waiting for it to happen. You're waiting for that transition from testing the waters to finally and forever happens, but it's not a line in the sand. One of our members actually said, who's been in at finally and forever for a while, it wasn't a line in the sand. It almost just crept up on her. So it was like, oh, I feel, I, I feel different. I feel calmer. I do feel that, you know, that what we're always talking about that calmness, that easiness around choices and food and the knowledge and the trust that, you know, this is exactly what's supposed to happen. It just, it just came. So we have members that have uh, been testing the waters for six months. We have members that have been testing the waters for six weeks and they just feel good because they've been able to pick up on, you know, little, little tidbits and little things along the way that have helped them get there. I would love to say it's two weeks, but it's not. (laughs) I would love to give you all that. One of the things we've realized is like a trip around the sun, right? Like encounter Mm -hmm. being in maintenance and encountering um, the holidays for the first time, your Mm -hmm. birthday for the first time, your anniversary, yeah, Halloween for the first time. Like, you know, in in maintenance, it's not just like, okay, like I'm good. Like a lot of times people are still testing the waters and learning to trust themselves throughout the through different seasons, like actual seasons, seasons in their life. And, you know, that kind of like full circle where you've been like, you know, you do mm-hmm. eventually want to make sure you are, you know, move on from the whole, the mindset of, you know, losing the mindset of ma- maintaining and really move on to that, that finally and forever stage. Right. And I think that what we've learned from that is that that's a feeling finally and forever is more like you just, you know, you're ready. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's really important what you said about the seasons and, you know, going through your first set of holidays, going through, you know, and, and taking the, taking what you learned and what you felt there. So when you're getting into the next, you know, when it comes around again, the next time you're like, okay, I remember this, this is normal for me. This, I know, I knew this was going to happen. And that, and you know, maybe that, that's where it, how long it takes you to get through, you know, your first birthday or your first holiday season. Maybe unfortunately, you know, something very stressful happens and you have to pick up on, on, you know, how you're feeling around that. And when we talk about situational change too, you know, we hope that we don't have to go through that and our life is smooth sailing, but you know, it's going to happen. So picking up what's, what's being you know, put in front of you and really taking that to heart. I think that's, what's going to help you get there. Yeah, I just was reading one of our members. I needed to spill the tea today. I was future tripping. So that's a whole thing, eh, Kim? People future tripping, like they haven't even lost the weight yet and they're already future tripping about maintenance. It It is definitely. I think that's a big question that people have. And, um, you know, probably up until now, we haven't been able to offer them a lot of an answer because we're still figuring out how maintenance looks for everyone. You know, we can't give that blanket one size fits all statement about what everybody's maintenance journey is going to look like. So it's very understandable that people have questions or they're concerned. Also, there's no other programs that offer a maintenance yeah. support. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no, this, nobody has experience. This is new waters here. And I think um, coming outside of the comfort of the group and the program is something that has people worried. And, you know, we always try to stress how important personalizing the plan is for that reason. You know, people will ask like, well, why can't I just follow the basic food food plan forever? And then I'll continue to lose weight and then keep my weight off. And it's like, well, that's not really realistic. And you're not really learning anything. If you do it that way, the key is, is that you're, you know, the whole 12 weeks, you've been watching the way your body responds to the different tweaks and challenges and things. And, you know, if you don't like a tweak, that's probably because you're feeling challenged by it, which is how we grow. And so little things that challenge you, and this is just another one, just having that trust in your solidifying and have that work that you did solidifying and trusting yourself when you are testing the waters, that those are different challenges and things that you kind of need to push through and work through in order to have this. Like you're doing all the work to keep the weight off forever by following the steps and doing this. But yeah, you have to just have that trust in yourself. And like, nobody's done that before. You're the first one, you're the first one to do it. So it's, uh, yeah, I just feel like it's understandable that people are future tripping about it, but that's where that trust, that transition to trust kind of comes in where, you know, we're not going to drop you like a hot potato in this, uh, this program's over and all of a sudden you're on your own. We have so many resources to kind of help support members through that. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's break down, I, I, let's break down the solidifying your weight loss. Cause I know this was the second, this is your second topic that you want to talk mm-hmm. about. So there's two options for this. There mm-hmm. is continuing to personalize the plan and repeating the program. And yeah. I think the biggest the question is like, well, what's the difference personalizing to lose versus personalizing to maintain repeating the program to lose and repeating the program to maintain. To me, it's all about intentions. You know how hard it is to lose. You have to maximize your ass off. You have to be so super consistent. You have to do all of the things. There's a big difference, right? There's a big difference in, you know, being super mindful, checking in every meal and snack to personalize your plan, you know, following the program and the plan. And then there's that, you know, trying to lose versus maintain. So, so, so let me just be very clear about that. It's all about intention. 
And when you're mm -hmm. looking to lose, your mindset is I'm looking to lose. And so you are maximizing, doing all the things, super consistent, you know, taking everything to the next level day in, day out. Whereas if you are just looking to maintain, you're kind of, you're going through the motions, right? And it's less a physical thing that you're focusing on and more of the mental stuff, I think. Would you say, oh, dad, that's coming up? Like, that's the difference when you are solidifying your weight. It's just like you've done the physical part. You're mm -hmm. going through the motions in order to kind of level up the, the 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 mental part of it and then just give your body time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. I think we've done that physical part, right? We've we've got the weight off our bodies and now we're diving into now that I'm not following this plan specifically, like you said, maximizing, doing all the things. This is where a lot of the other feels and emotions and thoughts can come up. So I think, um, yes, we're solidifying our weight, but we're also trying to solidify our new lifestyle. And I know that we use this um, term before. So, you know, we're not doing a big, huge lifestyle overhaul, but how do you live now is this, you know, in this new body and this new size? And what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And I think when it comes to deciding which you want to do, which, which option is best for you, I think it comes a lot down um, to capacity you know, how, how much, you know, effort and brain effort can you put into, you know, really this stage of, of solidifying and, you know, maybe how quickly, you know, you've lost the weight sometimes. I mean, for my, I wanted to talk about my personal experience, like when I lost my weight coming into the holiday season and I didn't really have the capacity or the, the mind power to really put into dealing with the mindfulness. You know, I just came off the program. I was really hardcore and I thought, oh, now I'm in maintenance. I can just do whatever I want. You know, like I can just, you know, I'm, I'll be fine. I have back on track. But I didn't have the capacity to, you know, personalize my plan and deal with the emotions that came up and deal with all of that. So I think choosing, you know, which option, have the intention. What do you want to get out of this solidifying? And, and then be able to choose which way you want to go. And, and, you know, it's okay if you change your mind too. If you just, if you try, if you try repeating the program and then you're like, no, I think I'm going to go personalize the plan. You can do that too. So just, yeah, just. I really think the big thing is you can't flip flop back and forth though. You have yeah, to yeah. Really set yeah. your intention and do it. Yeah. So, you know, yes, you can change your mind. You can try personalizing the plan for a while, realize it's not working. Now you can't get in the group necessarily if you choose that one, because it might be sold out. So, you know, it's something to keep in mind, keeping it in your back pocket with you're going to, if you're unsure, you definitely want to sign up and repeat the process because that gives you mm -hmm. that option. You can always choose to personalize the plan, but once the group started, you can't get back in, but it's really, um, something you want to plan for with that, like that solidifying, repeating the process, the intention as Gina, as you said, with the intention of it changing, um, the mindfulness almost becomes more intense if you're solidifying, because when you're losing weight, it's very easy to focus on losing weight because that's been yeah. most people's goals forever is like, I want to lose weight. What do I need to do? I need to maximize with repeating the process to solidify and you're not maximizing. It's so much easier to be like, oh, I'm not trying to lose weight anymore. I'll let in some more bits of bites. I don't have to follow this tweak because I'm not really trying to lose weight and really lose your intention for it. So that mindfulness and that commitment like needs to be there to finish it through the end and consider it part of an important part of your journey when you do it. Yeah, well, because you can sabotage yourself after you've reached your goal. And it's so easy to fall back. You're not just solidifying your weight. You're solidifying to your point, the, the new habits that you've created, 
right? Mm -hmm. The changes that you've made that are going to support your new lifestyle. Um, I think there's like, so you can lose the weight and then you can solidify by repeating the program, which I think is great because you're going through um, a very systematic process, which is kind of a no brainer food plan wise, what you're eating mm -hmm. and when, because you've been there, you've done that. And you still want to go through the motions because you could get even more in tune with your portions, right? Like there's a lot to be learned still. You might still lose a few more pounds, not that you're trying to, but you know, your body's going to, you know, go where it's going to want to go with that. And I think it allows you with, you know, because you've done the physical part, like you said, that you're going to go, you're still going to maybe deal with residual food scarcity issues with residual mm -hmm. being afraid to be hungry with how you use your food to cope. Like, so it allows you to systematically do what physically you need to do in following the food plan. And then it does allow you that more sort of working through that systematically purposely working through your issues and associations, right? So that's what like repeating the program to solidify, I think is a huge benefit because mm -hmm. you're actively working to level up. You're also, you know, maintaining doing all the things that you need to do to help your body be as healthy as possible. Whereas, and then, and so then you want to lose your weight, right? Then you want to repeat the program to solidify your weight. And then you're still going to go into personalizing the plan to uh, when you're into testing the waters, you're in that third stage yeah. of you know, learning to feel what maintenance now is, is feel like that's where you would personalize the plan. Whereas if you lost the weight and you personalize the plan to solidify your weight, I think the benefit there is more flexibility, right? Like you're kind of like, you know, you get to, you have to really know yourself really well. And I think you also have to already kind of go into that with some trust too. And, and maybe someone who's repeated three or four programs to lose their weight would feel more comfortable going in to solidify their weight, personalizing the plan. Like I've already done the program. I know it inside and out. I'm ready to just, you know, move on. And that's where they might like personalizing the plan to solidify their weight, right? Put that time in and then obviously continue that with a different focus when it comes to, you know, testing the waters and, you know, really understanding what maintenance, getting used to maintenance, right? So that's just an example of the differences between why someone might choose to personalize, to personalize the plan to solidify versus someone who's choosing to, um, you know, repeat the program to solidify. It would be really easy if I just said there was one, you know, like there's one way to do it. <laughs> It's the same thing with bridging the gap this summer. Like you can go hardcore, continue to personalize the plan. Just keep doing what you're fucking doing right now and move the dial on that scale, maximize your ass off, do all the things, check in at every meal and snack. Do you know what I mean? Or if you want to be proactive, you can start repeating the program from the get now. If you feel confident now, you have access to all the information, you know what you need to do, or you can just maintain, you know, do back on track, do the bare minimum. You know, if you're, you know, so you do have options. Again, it would be really easy if we just told you one thing to do in mm -hmm. between groups and one way to, you know, solidify your weight. But the reality is, is that everyone's a little different in their weight loss journey and then what they need when it comes to maintenance as well. Right. So. Yeah. And I think whatever, even just the capacity, I, I know, for example, some members have had a lot of, there's been a lot of stress that has happened to people have been dealing with a lot of stress this past group. And it seems to, they're very proud of themselves for making their way through it, but no doubt it has affected their journey and feeling that they kind of didn't get everything they wanted out of the journey because of this, you know, things that they've had going on. I think that makes a big difference too. Of course, you're not going to go in as confident if you felt like you kind of lost track or weren't maximizing or had things that derailed you throughout, you might not be as confident personalizing the plan. And we want you to know that that's because that's not the only option. There are other things that you can do. We yeah. want to support that. And then now, you yeah. know, 
having that bridging the gap group that mm -hmm. we just opened up today, registration for, for starting mm -hmm. next week. If you are feeling that way and you're not confident, we've got a spot where you can ask questions. The team is still going to be there to support you, which I know a lot of people appreciate at this break, especially because it is such a large break between the groups. Yeah. People, you know, mm -hmm. some people, yeah, I know some people are ready to personalize the plan all summer. They're going to do it on their own. We are not going to see them in the Bridging the Gap group, whether they're even registered in or not. And they're going to come back guns a-blazing in September and be ready to go. And they're okay with that, but not necessarily everybody is feeling that way. And it's, um, we're happy to have a place where, where they can get some support and of course, you know, hang out with us for the summer too. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, this comes back to there's no one diet that fits all. Yes, there is. It's called the human diet and the program will work for, the living method will work for everybody. You know, you get 30,000 people in a group and it's, it's about teaching people how to make it individual to their needs. You know, yes, same base program, same outline, same systematic system. But if you have special needs, like you have, you know, dietary issues or, you know, sensitivities or whatnot, you have certain health issues that you're dealing with, you know, or mentally you have things that you're working through. Maybe you, you know, you have an issue really with using food to cope, you know, so you, you have to really put time into reinforcing these new habits. This is where even in maintenance, we're helping you to figure out what you need in order to mm -hmm. move on, you know, to work to solidify your weight. And that's why you really want to put that time in. I want to read this comment. I found losing weight easier than maintaining 120 pounds. It was such an eye opener and it's exciting when you're losing weight, but now it's a whole different ball game. I'm super excited to get there again because now I have learned my hunger cues and when I'm satisfied, which I never did before. Yeah. Having the support will help. Yeah. It's like, it's like we're the, it's not losing the weight. It's yeah. Losing it in a way it's going to help you to maintain it, but th that's what sets the living method apart besides the no counting, weighing, measuring and all that is the sustainability. We want you to lose your weight in a way that you can maintain it and move on. But this unfortunately mm -hmm. is not just as easy as like you lost it. Yeah, you're done. And I know people don't mm -hmm. want to hear that, but we also want people to be successful. Mm -hmm. And that's why we got to talk about this maintenance part of that. Um, the third thing, 
Sorry? I was going to say, isn't that a beautiful thing what, that we just said? Like, we don't want you to be done and, and that's it. Because that's what yeah. we've always done. That's what, like, we've just, we've lost it and then we're done. And we yeah. know that that's not the answer. I mean, it hasn't been the answer for a hundred years. You know, it hasn't been the answer. Just, you know, lose it and then be done. So this is where it's so different and it's so special that there is this place where you can come and you're, un, you know, if you're unsure and, and you want to break that cycle of, you know, losing and gaining and losing and gaining, this is the place for it. This, you know, bridging the gap between the summer to continue, you know, being, being on track and then, you know, being in maintenance when you're done. This is where the, this is where the birth of these places came from. It's because we yeah. want to make sure that you don't just lose it and then be done. Cause it's not that easy. We wish it was that easy, but we know it's not. It did. That's, I mean, that's when you said that, I think that's the, that's really the thing, right? It's, we want you to be done and then we want you to comfortably and confidently know that you're going to be able to keep it off. Well, I wanted people to be so done that I refused for years to do a maintenance group. I'm like, you don't need it. Just move on. And whoa, were we wrong? Like we've really come to learn a lot over the last year of the maintenance mm -hmm. group. One of the things that I learned when we went to the uh, Canadian Obesity Summit, Summit a couple of months ago when we were there is like the, the maintenance part is the part that no one can figure out because whether you lose it through a calories in versus calories out, eat less, exercise more, deprive, starve yourself, whether you lose it through ketosis, whether you use it, lose it through fasting, whether you lose it through bariatric surgery, or whether you lose it through, you know, taking the new, you know, weight loss medications. Great. But their problem is they can't figure out the maintenance part of it. And what's factoring in starting to factor in is one, putting the time in that it's actually going to take to lose it and maintain it Two, the behave, the cognitive be behavioral therapy part of it, working through the issues and associations, rewiring how your body's come to function physically, mentally, that's a big part of that. And that's where the living method we've already, we have the systematic how to lose weight 101. Now we're working on that, how to maintain, you know, what goes into that 101, right? And that you've you got to put the time in, we don't want you to be here just as much as you don't want to be here, you know, continuing to focus on maintenance, but for a little bit of an investment, in your time, you know, to solidify the hard work that you have done in losing your weight, it's going to be so worth it. And we know this because we've talked to so many people who've gotten to a place where mm -hmm. like, thank goodness for this maintenance group, you know, thank goodness for these conversations. And, and you're, you know, the thing is that they are kind of universal. The question, the con the conversations that we have in our way in Wednesdays, right? Like everybody's dealing with trust issues because they've, mm -hmm. you know, spent 20 years losing and gaining. Will they actually, I know I did things differently, but that doesn't change how I feel. And I'm terrified I'm going to gain it back. Right. Or mm -hmm. how do I not fall back into old habits and how do I keep prioritizing myself? And, you know, that's like, mm -hmm. There, you know, it's a big conversation. Yeah. And what you just said there again, I mean, I'm having so many aha moments. I'm writing everything down like crazy. <laughs> when you just said there, like they can't figure it out. Like they can't figure out the maintenance piece. And that's because I think when you're doing these, you know, weight loss drugs, when you're doing a keto diet, and these are just examples or intermittent fasting, whatever it might be, that diet is doing the work. It's not you doing the work. You're it's doing the work for you. We're here, yeah. you're doing the work, you're putting the time in, you're learning, you're, you're taking it all in and you're learning about yourself, you know, and that's the part that's, that's different. That's how you figure it out. You figure it out by doing and learning, not just like, you know, doing what's written down or what's being prescribed. You know, you're yeah. actually, you're writing your own prescription here and you're, you know, you're doing it for yourself. You're figuring yeah, it's it so out. Much bigger. 
it's so much bigger. It's bigger than that, which I, I think Kim would bring us to our third point that we have to talk about, which is really solidifying your mindset, right? Like, so what's, so, what, so what's the conversation there? I feel like the solidifying the mindset is there's, you know, people, there's, there's so many things I think with it, depending on what stage, a lot of it, depending on how people's experience were losing the weight, but is very much, um, the, the thought of going back to the way they be, the way they were before the program is done. Now I can live my life to them in their head, that means living their life the way they were before the program, which it wasn't necessarily serving them. It was, you know, going long periods without eating. It was, you know, a lot of the times it is maybe eating the, the wrong things, not maybe as the only part, but if you're continuing to do that and you're continuing to feel bad after you eat them, but then you continue to put yourself through that cycle, it's, you know, you've, you learned all these things and a lot of people that kind of might've brushed off the mindfulness part of it throughout the group are, if you don't see the importance in that, in that mind body connection that you built, then you are really going to have to work to solidify that mindset because it is, it is accepting the fact that you might feel like eating a salad instead of a hamburger when you're out at a restaurant, be okay with that and order the salad. You know, I was out, I ate, I was away for the weekend and ate a lot of restaurant foods and with teenage boys, because we were with my son's hockey team. So it was not like the restaurants that I might necessarily pick to eat at. So the options were not necessarily there and to, to, you know, sit down and be like, I really need a salad at lunch and not because I want to lose weight, but because mm-hmm. that's what my body's asking for mm-hmm. and yes, getting in your head that, that it's, it's hard to wrap your brain around that hamburger, not being appealing in the moment, not wanting to eat pizza in that moment, not wanting to go to bed early in that moment, but really um, getting comfortable with the, the healthy habits that you've built throughout the program and having them be your norm. I want to read this comment. The maintenance group has been my lifeline. It has taken me over a year since hitting my goal to see finally and forever. It's in sight now. It's so individual. I could not be happier. I'm so glad I invested the time my body and mind needed. Thank you for having the M&M group. Everyone's journey is so individual in a big way. Don't panic. Not everyone takes as long as me. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> it is so individual. But you said something there, Kim, and I'm sure Odette, you're going to agree. When you're no longer chasing weight loss anymore, like you have to change your mindset into a maintenance mindset. Mm-hmm. And that's tripping up a lot of our members. Because if you've been chasing your weight loss goal for like 20 years, five years, heck, one year, heck, a few months, It was like Mm -hmm. when I was planning my wedding, right? So I planned my wedding over two years and I would do the same things. Every night I would go into this Facebook support group where we talk about the colors of our utensils and our tablecloths and our flowers. And I'd be planning, planning, planning. And then my wedding came and went and I still found myself in the, the planning group. And Tony be like, what are you doing in there? You're like, we had our wedding. It's done. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, planning this wedding has been such a big part of my life. It was hard for me to let it go and realize mm-hmm. I don't have to plan a wedding anymore. But I, you know what I mean? It became a habit. It became part of my daily routine for 
for two years to be thinking about it. And so if you've been trying to lose your weight for a long time, it's almost like it's become like a hobby for you and your mm -hmm. mindset can become like a habit for you every day, waking up, what am I going to eat? What am I not eat? What am I going to do? What am I maximizing? That's my intention. So there really needs to be this shift in your mindset when it comes to going from and a, an actual like purposeful flip the switch from, okay, it's not losing anymore. It's now maintaining. And there's just as much work for you to do on that too. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, to your point where if you've been trying to lose weight for five years or 25 or 50 years, even you've, you've told yourself and you've, you've heard so much, um, diet dialogue. And then we talk a lot about diet dialogue and, and being able to turn that dialogue off and relearning what you know about, about, you know, eating well and eating healthy and eating what you need. You know, it's, it takes time to, to look at food and be like, oh no, I can't eat that. It's bad for me. Instead of, no, I don't want to eat that because it makes my tummy hurt. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's shifting that that's part of the mindset. I think, you know, we talk a lot in weight loss too, about, about, you know, don't fester in your funk, don't stay where you are. Don't fester in it. Like, you know, recognize it, move on. And I think part of maintenance too, is festering in that fear. Like they're, there's this fear of I'm going to gain it back. I'm, I'm stressing about this. I'm, I have to constantly think about it because it's going to come back. And then you don't give yourself the space to solidify your mindset, to change your mindset. You, you're just not open up to it. So we talk a lot about those fears too, and, and being able to push past them. And it's, it is, it's not just a physical body you're solidifying. It's, it's your mindset too. Yeah. Or a lot of people, it's like they recognize when they stop doing the things that they were doing every day, managing their stress and you're trying yes. to get better sleep. And I don't have to do this anymore because I'm no longer looking to lose weight. But one of the things that comes up is they feel it. And they're like, well, I'm not feeling as good as I felt when I was trying to lose weight. And then also recognizing, well, you can choose to continue to work on your stress because it's just good for you. You can continue to focus on yourself and try to get better sleep because it's just good for you. You can continue to have leafy greens with your meals because it helps you shit better and more often and you just feel better. And so a lot of times when the motivation is no longer the losing, it doesn't mean like people think, okay, that I don't have to do the things to lose anymore. And then they realize, whoa, the things that I was doing was, was beneficial far beyond losing now. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you just stop doing the things because you're no longer looking to lose. And that's a big, like, aha moment for our members in maintenance. They're like, Oh, I actually, I really enjoyed taking mm -hmm. care of myself. And that actually really worked for me. You'd think I'd be tired and exhausted from it, but the payoff made me feel really good. And a lot of times our members miss feeling as good as they feel when mm -hmm. they're looking to lose because of all the things that they're doing. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and, and sometimes it's a habit that they may have started, like, let's say drinking water as an example, you know, they think that this is a, a weight loss habit, drinking water, and then they notice, oh, I don't feel so great. How much water did I have today? Or my skin's a little bit drier, or my lips are dry, or I feel tired. Oh, well, you know, maybe drinking water is just not helpful during weight loss. Maybe drinking water is just a great habit to have in general, and it's going to help yeah. you, you know, feel your best. So I think, yeah, really realizing that all those little things that we did when we talk about maximizing and yeah, we don't have to maximize in maintenance because we're not trying to get the scale to move, but let's maximize for our health here a little bit. So we feel as good as we can. Well, and I think yeah. that's something we're going to hear more about with, I've, you know, there's members reaching out in the group. Like I have a friend that doesn't need to lose weight. And do you think this program would still be good for them? Like, absolutely. Because yeah. the reason we do them in the program is because 
these are the things your body needs. And you weren't giving these to your body for so long, which is likely why you gained weight. So now that you're giving your body what it needs, that's why you lost the weight. It's just your body just really behaving at its optimal level. And that's the whole point. It's not even necessarily a weight loss program in that sense, in that it is levels up your health so much that the side effect is you lose weight, really. I mean, the intention, yes, there's more of an intention with that, but it can go across so many levels. So to continue doing it afterwards just makes sense too. I, I, I think I, I think that there I think that we need to have one conversation that we are mindful of the time and um, what we're covering today. But how do you know when you're ready for maintenance, I think, is a big conversation like p- people like because people are chasing a number. And in mm-hmm. my experience, I've worked with clients who were chasing a number, but, you know, 20 pounds before they reach that number, they were like, I'm good. I'm done. And then you have people who reach that number and then they're like, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm done or not. So maybe let's chat about that. Cause I know there's some people getting close to reaching their goals. They've already reached their goals. Am I ready for maintenance? Am I not ready for maintenance? Can we just touch on that a little bit? Yeah. I think one of the things I'm noticing in the group is that people that are close to their weight are a little bit trying to rush it. Like, oh, I have only five more pounds to my goal should I join the maintenance group instead of joining the program thinking like, if you think maintenance is a completely different intention than yeah. trying to lose weight. So um, you you don't want to rush that process of doing it. If you think you're good where you are and you're happy and you are content and you finish the program, you're confident that you can personalize the plan. I think that's a great sign that you're ready to go into maintenance, but you don't want to rush that. If you think like, Oh, yeah. I just want to be there. I I still have five pounds. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to lose, but I just want to be in maintenance. It's, you know, that's probably the wrong reason to join, to to enter. I mean, join the group by all means, because if you reach maintenance, when you start your next program, then you have all that information to arm you to go forward. You don't want to let it deter you from joining the group, but you don't want to rush your process because it's, it, takes the time that it takes to get you where you are. If you're feeling comfortable, you wake up in the morning and you're not affected by that number on the scale because you feel good and you feel good about the way you look, you reach in your closet, you grab the clothes you want to wear. You're not thinking about how you, the the negative self-talk is maybe muted down where you're just like, oh, you realize, you know, it's been a week and I haven't actually complained about how my pants fit me all week. Like I'm actually happy with where I'm going. These are all little signs. But again, as with everything, it's very personal how whether you know or not, you're you're done losing. And yes, some people are chasing that number, but other people that are chasing that feeling or that contentment, it might take you a little bit longer to recognize because you need to experience that for a little bit longer period of time than, you know, just a week or whatever, like, oh, I felt good for the past week. It's time to move on to maintenance. You might need to. Yeah. I'm not sure there's a switch that, you know, that lets you know you're ready. Of course, if you're, I mean, I was a number chaser, so that's, that was my indicator. Like I hit that number. I'm like, great. I think I feel good. And, you know, when I did hit that number and I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, well, I still have visible fat to lose. Like I can look at my body and I can still see visible fat. But I felt yeah. really great and I felt really accomplished and I felt really healthy. And I thought, this is good. I like this space where I am right now. Like, I like where I'm sitting. I like, you know, how I'm feeling. I love my everyday, my routine and my new habits. 
And that's how I knew. I'm like, I'm ready to just maintain and live at this space. And, it, you know, it took some time to get used to the fluctuations on the scale and seeing the number go up and down and, and not being fearful. Um, but in terms of knowing that I was in maintenance, I think it is, like Kim said, very personal. Um, and I think it is, it can be a, chasing a number. And, it, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was chasing a number and then it turned into a feeling pretty quickly after that. Yeah, I think you, I think it's like, because the chasing the number trips you up. Like, how would I feel yeah. if I stop now and I, I go into maintenance? And how would I feel if I go for more? You're, you're going to know. I, and, like, maybe your people are saying, don't lose any more. You look great, but you really want to lose more. It's only you know, right? Or maybe mm -hmm. you're just done. We also do have people who are, go into the maintenance group and then they're done. And then they solidify their weights. And then they're like, you know what? I'm going to go for more. I, you know, mm -hmm. I've, maintenance has been wonderful. It's great that I've learned that I can maintain at this weight, but I want to go for more. And sometimes it's like they ask permission. Can I go for more? I'm like, well, yes. got, yeah, that, that's up to you. I do want to talk about lastly, and I think this is, we need to give people a heads up. So while they were trying to lose weight, people mm -hmm. are on a mission to see their lowest low. They're doing all mm -hmm. the things, they're maximizing, they're making choices. The reality is that when you, when you are in maintenance, that set point that we keep talking about, you lose your weight, you reach your goal, you want to solidify that weight. So that weight becomes your new set point. That's where your body, you know, the size of your heart adjusts to you, the size of your body, your hormones, your body temperature, your blood flow, all of that. That's not one number. That's a range. And it's about a 10 pound range. So mm -hmm. once you reach your lowest low, when you're in maintenance, chances are you're going to sit about five and then on any given day, 10 pounds above that. And so that fluctuation that Odette was talking about, that's normal. And mm -hmm. that's a big conversation that catches people off guard. If you start adding in carbohydrates here or there, your body retains more water because of it. It's not real weight gain when your weight goes up. And this is something that I've been dealing with for 30 years. My weight is 119. It usually fl it fluctuates anywhere upwards of 130. And I go, you know, in between that for a variety of different reasons, different seasons. Maybe I'm having a stressful period of time in my life, it might sit a little bit higher, you know, maybe in the summer when it's a little bit hotter. So that's the reality of that. Let's talk about that a little bit because that catches people off guard. Yeah, I think that is a, a real um, shocker. And we've seen that a lot. Um, shocker to the members. We've seen that, that discussion come up over and over and over again. Um, I got on the scale today and I was five pounds up. I got on the scale today, I was eight pounds up. And we often ask the members, you know, what did you, you know, what did you do yesterday? Or how have you been feeling? Are you stressed out? And how do you feel in your clothes? We had one um, member come on and a weigh in and she said she was sitting at a, between five and eight pounds up. And she got on the scale that morning and she went to the mall. She was going somewhere and she went to try and bathing suits and she put her bathing suit on. And she's like, I have never looked this good in my life. And yeah. she was eight, and she was eight pounds above her lowest low, you know, that yeah. day. And I think, you know, the, the sooner we can normalize and get comfortable with those fluctuations, it's going to really help us, you know, move forward a little bit. And yeah, not seeing that lowest low. I mean, if we've been a number chaser, if we've been told, you know, in the past that you're going for the lowest number that you can see on the scale forever. I mean, that's just not, we know we've, like you said, you've helped thousands and thousands and thousands of people and everybody sees a fluctuation on the scale. I don't think there's anybody that hasn't seen that. So yeah. it's true and it happens and some days will be up and some days will be down, but it is a normal, yeah, normal, normal process.
And that's what that that's what that third stage that's that testing yeah. the waters, learning to trust, like getting to understand what maintenance looks like and feels like to you is like how what's what's normal in terms of fluctuations for mm-hmm. you. My my weight really fluctuates where someone else maybe doesn't, you know, but it's it is a big part of the conversation. We do want to be honest about while you are trying to see your lowest low, you're doing the things to live a life where you're trying to see your lowest low. And that's not the life that we want for people when it comes to maintenance mm-hmm. to be able or finally and forever is constantly be trying to stay within a range because then you're still doing weird shit, focusing on the scale. It's bigger than that. Eh, Kim, I know you're itching. Yeah to say something. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, you hear a lot of it, like maybe I should go, they hear that the scale is going to fluctuate and bounce up and people say, well, maybe I should aim for five pounds lower so that I'll see that number, but you're still number focused with that. It doesn't matter that five pounds lower is going to become the number you get fixated on. No matter where that number is, you're going to get fixated on it. I was similar to Odette in that I wasn't necessarily no visible fat, but I was comfortable with where I was. And it's, being comfortable where you are. And I don't know if part of it was that you, you get so focused after years and years and years of trying to lose weight, that number is so burned in your brain of your ideal weight that it's really hard to let it go. But mm. I think the more time you spend feeling good and really focusing on those non-scale victories, but also still weighing yourself. Like when you're solidifying, when you're testing, regardless of what you're doing, if you keep up that habit of the daily weighing, not saying people have to do that forever, but if you're somebody who's number focused, maybe Mm -hmm. it's a good idea to keep looking at it and say like, oh, as you said, Odette, like I've never looked better in my entire life, but my scale's up eight pounds. You know, maybe stepping on the scale is going to be beneficial for you because you're going to see like, I look amazing. My jeans are loose on me. And I weigh five pounds more than I did when I was at my lowest low and my jeans fit me better. And being able to connect those two together is something that can be important for solidifying that weight loss. And we often say like, we're trying to solidify this new size. We're trying to solidify this new body. We're trying to have your, you know, internal functions normalize at this size. We're not trying to have you solidify this number on the scale. We want you to, Mm -hmm. we want your body to work well at this size. Whether the yeah. scale says, you know, 150 or 155 or 145, it's all functioning the same within those few pounds. And, and that, that those fluctuations are normal. You're still solidifying your body at that point, at that size. Not Yeah. And this the you. same reasons why your weight will be up while you're trying to lose weight are the same mm-hmm. reasons why your weight will be up while you're working towards maintaining your weight. So all of the work that you are doing when you're getting on that scale and you're frustrated and you're trying to reconcile your issues with it or your, you know, whatever feelings you have tied into it or whatever that might be. And, you know, again, back to, to back to Dr. Beverly, which is why it's a great idea to continue to have those kind of conversations is like, you know, just because you're done losing the weight physically, doesn't mean that you're done lose like, you know, that, that solidifying that mindset mentally. Um, we do have to get going. Our time is up. And I, I, but I know that, you know, we can keep talking about this because we do every week in the maintenance group. <laughs> These are exactly the kinds of conversations. So in the maintenance group, um, we have guests that come on 
We kind of weigh in on a variety of different topics. It really is amazing, the conversation. It's a different conversation that's happening in the maintenance group as opposed to the weight loss groups. You do have access being part of the, you know, being part of the weight loss group to access those conversations on the podcast. Um, like we were talking about, you don't have to have reached your goal to be in the maintenance group, although the conversation in the maintenance group is maintenance focused. So if people are joining it and they want to continue to lose weight, like someone's like, oh, I want to join the maintenance group until I restart in the fall to lose my weight. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but we're not going to answer your weight loss questions in the maintenance group. That's not the place for mm -hmm. it. But Odette, uh, just quickly before we go, uh, what do you want people to know about the maintenance group? Oh my gosh, there's so much to know. Um, it's a place to come and hang out um, with like-minded people. Um, you're not alone. I think we have massive celebrations and we have fun, like I said, off the top, but we also have really meaningful um, conversations. So whatever you're feeling, let's talk about it. And like you had said about the weigh-ins, like we put up a poster, let us know what you want to talk about and we'll talk about it. And we'll, you know, we'll make it real because, you know, maintenance is new for a lot of people. And, um, you know, we really want to, people to feel supported and that they can do it, you know, that you can do it. So it's a great place. We have a lot of fun there. We laugh. And I feel like our community there, it's a little bit of a smaller community. And I feel like our members really know each other. I mean, you can see that in the conversation. It is a bit more discussion based. So our members are are forming relationships in there and they're, they're leaning on each other for support. I mean, of course our team is in there and we have the most amazing team, but we really have the yeah. most, <clears throat> excuse me, amazing community. That's pretty well, we are, are the people in there. We've, we've, they've done the work we've laughed and we've cried and we've, we've worked through shit, you know, while trying to lose our weight. So it's definitely a different vibe. The maintenance group mm -hmm. has its own voice, um, have, has its own vibe. Uh, it's not quite yet the guided process, although we are making some changes uh, in the fall, which we're excited about uh, mm -hmm. chatting about. Um, it is, it's a little different, but it is a place to continue to work through maintenance, get the questions that you have asked and answered and be continue, be continue to be a part of the community. So um, I highly suggest anyone who's ready for maintenance, definitely mm -hmm. check it out for sure. Mm -hmm. um, ladies, it's a pleasure. I know uh, tomorrow we're going to be hanging out again in the actual maintenance group. Yeah, we we're going to be talking about some changes that we're going to be making to the maintenance program. So thanks for joining me uh, today. Kim, maybe final words. Um, this is our last spill the tea of the spring summer group. Uh, maybe some final words on where people are at this week? Oh, just, you know, big thank you to everyone for joining us every week and listening to these. It has been fantastic. And, uh, you know, everybody's support and communication has led to the good conversation that we've had. So keep on asking your questions in the group. We are here until Sunday. Um, Saturday, we're taking a little bit of a day off, but, um, Gina is graciously hosting a party mm -hmm. for the team and uh, we are going to be not in the group on Saturday, but ask all your questions and come in and do that still because we are going to be answering everything on Sunday and we're really excited to finish this group strong with everyone. We do have the Bridging the Gap group. So if you are all feeling like you're a little bit wary about going on your own and filling that space in between groups, join it. It's, it's a free group. It doesn't cost anything. And we would love to have you and have your engagement in there. And, um, 
we're just a little spoiler alert. We're trying to do some fun things for the fall. So some of the stuff we're doing in the summer in the Bridging the Gap group are going to be things that we are going to try implementing in the fall. So the more you guys engage, the better it is for us. And I think it'll probably just help keep the party going through the whole summer and just give everybody the support they need so that they don't feel like they're on their own. So thank you. I love it. And I will add, I want to thank all of our amazing Spill the Tea guests. You know, it's not easy to sit up in front of thousands of people and share your very personal stories. And I, I know so many inspirational shares over the last three months. Um, so thanks to everyone who has been a guest on our Spill the Tea for the spring summer program. If you missed some of our past segments, they are available in the guides. You will still have access to the Facebook support group. They are also all available on our podcast, Dwayne with Gina. So I hope that you continue to check those out, continue to be inspired. Uh, ladies, always a pleasure. It's bittersweet, uh, always on our last Spill the Tea segment. But I know we're coming back, and no doubt we know we're in front of you. So yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks to everyone watching. Have an amazing night, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com